It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Dental Associates of Northern Virginia redefine what it means to visit the dentist. Get top quality personalized support from committed experts who prioritize the well-being and satisfaction of you and your family. Care is centered on a highly personalized treatment plan backed by the trust and support of long-lasting relationships. Schedule your next appointment by visiting dental1-va.com slash offer slash Sirius XM. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Panthers, your daily Carolina Panthers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, as always, Julian Council, talking Carolina Panthers with you every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, your team every day. That's what we do here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Make sure to watch the show and subscribe to the show over on our Locked On Panthers YouTube channel. You can also check us out wherever you get your podcasts, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or all the other platforms out there. Just be sure to rate review, and subscribe so you don't miss a single episode of the show. And be sure to follow me, Julian Council, on Twitter, at Julian Council, where every single Friday I answer your weekly Friday mailbag questions here on the show. To participate in this week's edition of the weekly Friday mailbag on Locked on Panthers, either at me at Julian Council or DM me over on Twitter at Julian Council. And I need more questions. I had a ton last week, and I'm sure y'all still have questions again this week, so get those questions into me by about 4 o'clock on Thursday afternoon when I typically record that episode of the show, and then you'll hear it Friday morning. The Carolina Panthers wrapped up day two of joint practices with the New England Patriots up in Foxborough, Massachusetts on Wednesday, and it was a violent affair. So much fighting. So much fighting, and it concerned me. The amount of violence that we saw. It is football, but come on, guys. We've got to be better than that. We'll talk about that more in just a moment. And if the Carolina Panthers really did get much value, considering it seemed like there was a melee every five seconds and after every play up there in Foxborough on Wednesday afternoon. But let's go back to uh, what Matt Rule had to say on Wednesday to the media as Carolina Panthers are still waiting to name their starting quarterback. And fans out there are also awaiting that decision, which we hope would come by the end of this week. Matt Rule had said it over the last couple weeks that they are going to use New England week with the joint practices to be a barometer for the team and to give them some insight on where players should be situated. Like with Iki Iquana, we found it on Tuesday. He's officially the starting left tackle on this team. 
And there's other offensive line position groups that are going to or positions that are going to have to be settled, as we'll now see that Pat Elfline will be the starting center considering the injury update for Bradley Bozeman that we'll also talk about a little bit later here on the show. There's positions to be won at wide receiver. The true depth chart would not come out, at least in this point of the preseason, until following Friday night and following the two joint practices. But we still need to know who the starting quarterback is to really move forward. And as I talked about yesterday on the show, it does not benefit anyone on that offense to not know who the starting quarterback is. That being said, it's very clear to everyone in that offensive unit that Baker Mayfield is a starting quarterback. Robbie Anderson even alluded to it on Tuesday when Joe Person from The Athletic was asking, does it look like Sam, or that uh, Baker Mayfield rather has kind of taken the reins? And Robbie's like, do you see that? <laughs> and, and Joe said, yeah, I do. He's like, Robbie, well, you must know something then. Yeah, Robbie, he had a lot of positive things to say about Baker. That was a controversy we had in the offseason. Thought, oh, man, maybe he doesn't want Baker here. Clearly, there's nothing to that, although Robbie could have done a better job of getting his message out there when he said not to the IG post of the Panthers potentially being interested in trading for Baker Mayfield. Robbie was out on Wednesday because of a groin issue. Terrace Marshall also out because of a hamstring issue, but Robbie understands it. I'm sure Christian McCaffrey, who praises both quarterbacks, understands it. Matt Corral has had his arm He's got. He's had uh, not his arm, but he's had um, Baker Mayfield wrap his arm around him and lead him over the last couple of weeks. And Baker talked about that on Wednesday, saying that he knows exactly how Matt Corral feels coming from a college offense that doesn't do a lot of huddling. Look at what Baker Mayfield played in back at OU under Lincoln Riley and Bob Stoops. Really, Lincoln Riley's offense when he was the OC, but then when he became the head coach, and compare that to what Lane Kiffin does at Ole, at Ole Miss. Very similar. And Matt Corral trying to come in here, you saw that he looked like a deer in the headlights. It didn't help that the offensive line wasn't great. Now, he did compete. I'll give him that. He was tough, and that's not anything that we learned if you watched him at Ole Miss. That was the exact same guy that we saw a year ago playing in that Lane Kiffin offense. And when he battled through injuries and even went out there to play in the Sugar Bowl for Ole Miss when he went down with an ankle injury, which some people believe cost him draft slots. I don't think that was the case at all. But either way, Matt Corral, tough guy in his said nothing but great things about Baker and is looking up to him, and it's very clear that Baker is going to be the guy. So you would think, with that being said, that we'd be nearing a quarterback decision. I think we are. I still feel confident by the end of the week that Matt Rule is going to end the charade and name Baker Mayfield the quarterback. The problem is Matt Rule still does not want to give anything away. He says we have a really good plan. We're not winging it. We have a really good plan. Okay? When we know, we know. Making sure we're thorough, watching the tape after days like today. He also said that he does not want to reveal the plan that apparently is a really good plan that they're not winging out of respect for the guys. Okay, Matt. I just still, you you listen to the reports, you read the reports, and Sam Darnold threw yet another interception on Wednesday. I don't think I read or heard anything about Baker Mayfield having one of those mistakes, you know what you're going to get with Sam Darnold. You did not – I don't know. I can't say this differently than I have before. We already know what it is. I've said it plenty of times. I don't think there's any new ways to say this. The Panthers did not spend all offseason 
trying to replace Sam Darnold to find a guy like Baker Mayfield and then to not name him the starting quarterback. It's going to happen. It's inevitable. It's always been since July 6th. I just don't understand why Matt is still doing this. If it comes down to like the amount of reps you want to play on Friday night for those guys, then sure, let them know first before telling the media. But when it comes down to what your plan is at starting quarterback, Sam knows. Matt knows. PJ, who's not going to be here anymore soon, he knows. We all know. And Ian Rappaport was on the Rich Eisen show again on Wednesday talking about the starting quarterback battles in Pittsburgh as apparently Kenny Pickett's taking first-team reps um, there in Pittsburgh. Uh, also, uh, Drew Lockett in COVID, that's going to hurt his chances to get the job up in Seattle. Geno Smith now in the catbird seat to take that job. And he mentioned Carolina with Baker and Sam, and he says that he still believes that Baker is going to be named the starting quarterback here in Carolina. It's not surprising at all. We can keep talking about the competition, and Baker Mayfield said that competition breeds excellence, and that breeds success. Sure, it's not breeding excellence for Sam Darnold. Maybe for Baker Mayfield, who comes in here with a chip on his shoulder, and in pretty much every situation in his football playing career, when he's been doubted, when he has had that chip on his shoulder, he has lit the world on fire. And that's my hope here in 2022 here with the Carolina Panthers and even beyond if he can prove that he can be the guy. It's not necessarily is he an upgrade from Sam. Yes, obviously he's an upgrade from Sam, but can Baker be the long-term guy? That's what everyone wants to know, and that's what we're hoping to see during the fall here in 2022. That remains to be seen. It also remains to be seen when Matt Rule is going to come to his senses. I get it. You want to make him earn it, but come on, dude. End it. Let's just get this over with so we can all move on and talk about something else. Well, it was uh, it wasn't a hot day, but tempers are flaring once again up there in Foxborough, Massachusetts, as it was spikes galore on Wednesday morning during the joint practice between the Panthers and Patriots, which leads me to wonder: Did they really get that much out of these practices? We'll talk about that here in just a moment on Locked On Panthers. As you gear up for fall, you need the right people on your team to help your small business fire on all cylinders. LinkedIn Jobs is here to make it easier to find the people you want to talk to faster and for free. Create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Then add your job and the purple hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know every week, nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less takeout, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box and 
free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. As I sat at work on Wednesday trying to keep up with joint practices between the Panthers and Patriots up in New England, I couldn't help but think about Chris Rock in the scene there in the remake of The Longest Yard, just yelling out, please stop the violence. It's all I saw all day on a Twitter feed was just constant fighting between the Patriots and the Panthers. And hey, man, I appreciate the intensity. I appreciate that you're not going to back down, but aren't we supposed to be trying to achieve something here? And in no other situation are you, like, allowed to fight in football and, like, it's totally cool. Now, of course, it wasn't cool. A couple guys got ran from practice on Tuesday, and the same thing happened again on Wednesday, and one of them was Kenny Robinson, who kicked out Tuesday, hasn't made the team 0 for 2 the last two years when it comes to making the the initial 53-man roster. Eventually was on the practice squad, got opportunities due to injury to be on the 53-man roster. But for someone who was a former fifth-round pick, has had, had his issues back at West Virginia before going to play in the AAF, you would think that maybe he would try to keep his cool and not get run on not one but two days. Well, that was not the case as Kenny Robinson, again, was kicked out of practice. Uh, I guess he got in some sort of kerfuffle. I'm not sure whether it was a melee, a kerfuffle, um, a Donnybrook, whatever you want to call it, with one of these uh, Patriots receivers. But he got tossed again, and apparently he was standing over a player. That's what Matt Rule said during his press conference, as Matt Rule was not happy about the situation with Kenny Robinson, really all the fighting as like, they're there to achieve something apparently like, Hey, we're practicing. And Christian McCaffrey said it. He's never been a part of one of those where like, there wasn't going to be some sort of uh, tussle. There's another one for you. Um, but still like, Hey, we're trying to achieve something, right? Like, Hey, you're talking about how let's do all these situations. Like they were doing special teams and they were doing thud kick kickoff drills not actual live t- uh, tackling either way it did kind of turn into live tackling because dudes got overzealous and it's also like all that testosterone it's like, hey let's just play football already save it for friday night but still that was not the case for a lot of people including kenny robinson now robinson apparently took exception to the idea that he stood over someone in a since deleted tweet he quote tweeted a fan and told him never stood over him or anyone stopped the lies. Okay, well, apparently, if you say stop the lies, the one you're calling a liar is your head coach. The same guy who, when asked about whether he's contemplating cutting you, didn't want to say yes just yet, had to go back and watch the tape. Not a good situation. I know you're calling the fan a liar, but the source of the lie is Matt Rule. So, Kenny Robinson wasn't going to make the roster anyway. Wouldn't be surprised now, especially if he doesn't. I don't think I don't know if they're going to cut him on Thursday. I don't know if before the game Friday. They got a lot of injuries. Like, they need people out there. They talk about they want to play mainly the twos and threes on Friday night. Next roster cut downs Tuesday at 4 p.m. I'd expect the Panthers to do the same thing they did last week when they made cuts on Sunday right after the preseason game. I expect cuts to be made over the weekend, Saturday or Sunday. At least, you know, give these guys a chance once they get home to enjoy the rest of their weekend and try and figure out what they do next. Uh, Kenny Robinson 
seems like one of the guys who's going to be a part of the, the, that five-man cut to get down from 85 to 80 before the big 53-man cut the, the following Tuesday, I believe on the 29th or 30th, it might be, the 30th. So that happened. Uh, Chuba Hubbard also, he got thrown out of practice too. Matt Rule didn't see what happened. Apparently he threw a punch. Uh, good to see. I mean, Canadians are typically seen as a very peaceful bunch, and for Chuba Hubbard to be about it, uh, happy about that. Now, there was one that actually made sense for the Carolina Panthers, and again, not there. You, you can only follow as much as you can. I try to relay the best information I can as the podcast host of the show, talking to you, the listener, or the viewer, uh, depending on how you you know, and take this content or whatever, or I guess ingest, ingest, that sounds weird. Um, digest? No, that's not right either. You know what I'm trying to say. Uh, <laughs> um, but apparently Christian McCaffrey, who for the life of me, don't understand how this guy's even allowed to be touched at all during the preseason, but he's out there in pads, Dietrich Wise, defensive end for the New England Patriots, decided that he was going to hit him on McCaffrey's way out of bounds, and that caused a brawl. Another word for you. Good on the Panthers' offensive lineman for going out there and protecting their guy, especially Michael Jordan and Dennis Daly, who were the main dudes out there getting after Dietrich Wise, and one of them threw the dude in the bleachers. Like, there are fans in, like, right there in the bleachers, right on top of the action that probably had to, like, move out the way because you have all these 300-pound men coming your way. Um... That had to be frightening, for, I'm sure, for many of the Bostonians who pretend like they're about it, but they're really not, to sit there and have these guys like, coming right after them. Dietrich Wise is very lucky he did not get hurt. And that's one of the things about these training camp practices, like when you get in these massive like, like um, huddles of like massive people, like that can lead to an injury. And that's why I'm kind of wondering, like, I'm like, hey, I, I love a training camp fight as much as anybody, especially like when you get to watch it like on hard knocks. I and mean, again, I'm not watching the Lions hard knocks. Another reason why we should have had Panthers hard knocks, not just the sham quarterback battle. Um, joint practices, they would have had a half the content of an entire episode would have been joint practices with all these fights. And we didn't get that. What do we do in HBO? Fix it. It's too late either way. But we needed hard knocks for this exact same reason. When you see this, though, you wonder, like, what do they get out of this? Like, yesterday, Tuesday wasn't that bad. Wednesday seemed to be far worse. And even Joe Person, like, was on Twitter, and he's kind of like, why are they going live? Now, they weren't going live. It was stud. But how did they not foresee this happening? Matt Rule did say that this happens every time you do joint practices as far as, like, you want to work on special teams, like kick return, you want to do thud. It's not going to be thud. Like, dudes are going to get lit up. And that's what was happening. Like, the Panthers – went into an injury and now they're coming out of it even more injured. Like I don't know necessarily what they gain from doing this. It's good to try and measure yourself next to another team. I look at New England and that's not a team I think is going to be all that good this upcoming season. I haven't done a ton of my research with just looking at last year and then trying to like see what they did this past offseason. I mean, I think Judon's like the only really big addition that they had. And Matt Jones, he's okay. Like, that does not look like a team, obviously. That's not, they're not going to be better than Buffalo. I mean, are they going to – they got ran out of the, off the field last year against Buffalo. So, it's good. Like, you go, you go out there and you do this. Like last season, it made a lot of sense, too, with, the, with Indianapolis, who should have been a playoff team in Baltimore, would have been a playoff team had Lamar not been injured for the final five or six games of the season. It can be beneficial. I appreciate that they brought the intensity, especially on Tuesday. I'm just looking from, like, a bird's-eye view way back here. 
And I don't necessarily think we have any more clarity on the quarterback situation. Like Sam did what he does. And, you know, Baker was on even on Tuesday and it sounded like he was better on Wednesday. Like Baker's the guy. And you threw out so many dudes. Like, what did you gain? And you have players that were getting injured who aren't even part- or participating. Just, hey, it's cool to get up there, start working out. Maybe the guys can go get some lobster rolls or, you know, some clam strips. I don't know while they're up there. <laughs> I mean, get, grab a Sam Adams, go watch. I don't know. Are the Sox in town? <laughs> Either way, just seemed like more fighting than actual, like, productive work getting done. So that's just my two cents, even though it wasn't really there. And – yeah, whatever. Quick update, though. We do have updates on some injuries. As mentioned, Robbie Anderson, Terrace Marshall were not out there. There's an update on Bradley Bozeman, which now basically hands Pat O flying the starting center job for week one. And Matt Rule revealed his preseason game plan for game two against New England on Friday night. We'll talk about that in just a moment here on Locked on Panthers. You're hanging out with some friends and putting back a few drinks. A few becomes a few too many. As the evening comes to an end and people start to head out, you think about calling for a ride. Nah, you live nearby. You can make it home okay. It's no big deal. Or the odds you even get pulled over anyways. And even so, what's the worst that could happen? Your insurance goes up. You lose your license. You lose your job. You tow your car. You kill someone. Everyone knows about the risk of drunk driving. The results are tragic and often deadly. However, that still doesn't stop everyone from getting behind the wheel while under the influence. That's why police officers are out there right now looking for impaired drivers on our roads to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again. Play it safe and plan ahead to get a ride. It only takes one mistake to change your life or someone else's forever. Drive sober or get pulled over. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. The Carolina Panthers have already avoided one injury scare during this training camp in preseason as Marquise Haynes, who went down with a knee injury during the first padded scrimmage, turned out to only be out day-to-day as he still sat out last week, Saturday during the preseason opener at Washington. He's been out there back in pads during joint practices the last two days, but is not going to be out for any sort of significant time, which seemed to be a concern when he did go down with that knee injury and was carted off the field. The same necessarily can't be said for Bradley Bozeman, although the Panthers did avoid a long-term injury as Bozeman is out the next two to three weeks with an ankle injury. The thought was that it could be a fracture, but it turns out it's not a fracture. It's a high ankle sprain, but there's also some other damage to his ankle, and that will dictate the timeline again two to three weeks, which means he's either going to be back right before Labor Day or the week leading up to week one against Cleveland, that also depended upon whether he can get back healthy in time. That being said, it's very clear at this moment in time and heading into week one against the Cleveland Browns that Pat Elfline will be the starting center for the Carolina Panthers. I do wonder, now that Bradley Bozeman's out for a couple of weeks and could even be longer depending on how that ankle heals up, how long will Elfline hold on to the job? Will the Carolina Panthers also be interested 
in bringing in another center. J.C. Treader is someone people had asked me about during free agency. He's still available. I don't know what kind of terms that you can get him for. You've seen Cleveland. They've lost their top two centers. Treader used to play for the Browns. Maybe the Browns give him a call. Tampa Bay has already lost their starting center. And Ryan Jensen had a scare uh, with Hainsey when he went down with a uh, – what turned out to just be a cramp. Maybe the Panthers think about bringing in J.C. Treader. I don't know. Just an idea. Because if you look at the roster – there's not too many guys who can play center. I guess, no, how, how about, no, now thinking it out loud, yeah, there is. You have Cade Mays. They've talked about Brady Christensen, maybe one day projected to be a center. I don't think that's going to be the case, but we'll see how that plays out in the future. But Cade Mays did play both guard and center on Saturday afternoon against Washington, expecting now that he'll get a couple more reps. Sam Tecklenburg is someone who had to step up and play center for the Panthers last year in an emergency situation. I still look at him as a guy who's going to be in the practice squad, while Cade Mays is someone that they hope maybe down the road could maybe be their long-term center or could be a starting guard down in, in the future. So he's someone, especially when I'm looking at the fringe of the offensive line depth. It's him. It's Dennis Daly. It's um, Deontay Brown. This is what could set Cade Mays apart. Still don't think it's off the table with the Carolina Panthers and maybe inquire, see if Chasey Treader makes sense particularly if Bozeman's going to be out maybe longer and if they aren't 100% confident in Pat Elfline, that was a job that um, was going to have to be won. As Matt Rule's already shown, with left tackle and Icky Iquano, he more so wanted to have Icky earn it, even though they were always going to put him there. And we're seeing the same thing with Baker Mayfield. He's going to be the starting quarterback. And I thought the same would play out with Bradley Bozeman. Although you look at the contract number, it's only a one-year deal, not that much money. I also don't think Bozeman would have came here to Charlotte, where him and his wife, who have just really wrapped their arms around the city and really love living here. And I hope they're here for a long time. Um, I don't think he would have came here if he did not think he was going to have a great opportunity to start. And looking at Pat Elfline, had he been healthy, I think Bozeman eventually would have taken over that role. But in the meantime, they have Pat Elfline. As I mentioned yesterday, it's good that they have Elfline. As we saw a year ago, when Paradis went down, Elfline shifted over, played center. That is still the case this year. As he's starting center, could shift over, play guard if need be. And someone like Cade Mays, who I imagine will probably be on the inactive list a lot this fall if he indeed is on the 53-man roster. He's someone who's probably going to be able to be active early on because he can slide over and be a center. So big opportunity for Cade Mays as well to try and make his mark on this roster over the next couple weeks, at least the next two weeks, as um, uh, Bradley Bozeman will be out with that ankle injury. Uh, Robbie Anderson sat out with a quad injury. Terrace Marshall also out with a hamstring injury. A ton of injuries the Carolina Panthers are having to deal with, which is going to impact what their plan is Friday evening when they play the Patriots at Gillette Stadium for week two of the preseason. Uh, Going to see a lot of twos and threes. That's primarily what the goal is. And as I told you all before, not necessarily a surprise when you look at what happened last year when they had joint practices against Indianapolis week one. Didn't see the starters at all. Even J.C. Horn as a rookie, he didn't even play in that game. And in week two, only saw them for a drive, I think maybe even two, against Baltimore after having those joint practices. That could be the same case. And considering Matt still talking about a quarterback competition, I would expect both Sam and Baker to at least get a drive. And then after that, I think they're probably done. So it's probably going to be the exact same game plan that we saw last Saturday against Washington as far as the quarterback situation goes. And in following that, my hope is that he's going to be done with it and Baker can get ready for the dress rehearsal matchup against the Buffalo Bills next Friday night, right down the road from where I'm at, at Bank of America Stadium in Uptown Charlotte. 
So, yeah, bunch of twos, bunch of threes. Expect that. So, if you have plans on Friday night, do not cancel them. Go do them. I'll sit here. I'll waste – well, yeah, I guess. I'll be wasting my Friday night watching this team as we're not going to see really any of the starters, and I'll try and give you whatever breakdown I can of what the twos and threes look like against the New England Patriots, twos and threes here on Locked on Panthers. So prepare for that. Going to come out again on Friday night. You'll probably look at it on Saturday or Sunday, or it'll be Monday's episode too. So just going to give you that heads up as far as the content plan is for the rest of the week. Well, that's going to wrap up this edition of the – not the weekly Friday mailbag of Locked on Panthers hosted by yours truly, truly council. Um, again, guys, make sure to watch the show and subscribe to the show over on our Locked on Panthers YouTube channel. Check us out wherever you get your podcast rate review, subscribe, and be sure to follow me on Twitter at Julian council where tomorrow I answer weekly Friday mailbag questions, either at me or DM me to participate in this week's edition of the weekly Friday mailbag on Locked on Panthers. Also, if you ever want to hear more of me, it can be on 10 to 2. Friday or Thursday and Friday on WFNZ here locally in Charlotte. So check that out if you want. Uh, But as always, take care, be safe, be happy, be whole, keep pounding, and I will talk to you all on Friday. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.